So I started adding the, the mushrooms to the coffee. And when I did that, I was like, wow, this is amazing. I like, I got this like better, like sustainable energy. I, I drive the car to work and I'm like looking outside. I'm like, damn, things look great. <laughs> I'm not here to knock anything that works for people. Okay. I'm just trying to help people that, you know, and, and myself and, and people around me that, you know, want alternatives to some of the other things. And, and so when I saw this, I, I was I was shocked and I was so excited <laughs> because the more that this type of imagery can get put into society, I feel like that already is raising a certain vibration. Yo, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to episode nine of the Good Trip Podcast. I thank you so much for rocking with me these past couple of weeks. This is a 10-part series of conversations with leaders in the fields of business, medicine, entertainment, and more, all sharing their unique experiences and perspectives towards psychedelics. And today's guest is one of the most fun people I've ever had the chance to rock with, Scott Froman, the founder and CEO of Odyssey Elixirs. You see it right there on the chest with the sacred geometry. So you know that Scott knows what's up. You know that Scott has been to other dimensions. You know that Scott communicates with entities that are not of this world on a regular basis. And this man, you could tell because of how happy he is and the energy that he has and brings into his company, Odyssey Elixir, is just, it's, it's, it's contagious. It's awesome. Just in talking to Scott after this episode, I had more energy. I went out, I ran 20 miles and I called my mom three times in a row. It was incredible. Uh, Scott, Scott and I had a great conversation about the beginnings of Odyssey Elixirs, um, what his inspiration was, his journey with, uh, drugs and, and various plant medicines over the years, uh, how he came up in New York in a, a, a very wild scene in the late seventies and eighties and what the differences are today in his approaches and his approach toward uh, the use of psychedelics and psychedelic medicines and how mushrooms play such an integral role in his own personal growth, his approach toward leadership and leading a company and growing a business and so much more. And Odyssey Elixirs is delicious. I got one right here. I drink it every day. It's awesome. Check out odysseyelixir.com to learn more. And uh, right now we're going to get into this episode. But before we dive in, I want to let everybody know that I got shows coming up in the spring. I'm doing all kinds of spots. I got the Irvine Improv running my full hour there on Thursday, April 13th, uh, followed soon after by a show in Santa Barbara at Embarcadero Hall in Isla Vista. That's out by UC Santa Barbara, my alma mater, Go Gauchos. Uh, That'll be on Saturday, April 22nd. Uh, right before that, I got a show in LA, April 21st. That's a Friday um, out in uh, Hollywood. And then in May, I will be in San Francisco on the 6th, High Vibe Festival up in Northern California on the 7th, uh, Pasadena Ice House running my full set on May 12th. And then that's all leading up to my comedy special taping on May 19th and 20th in San Diego, California, the whale's vagina, baby. If you don't get that reference, go watch Anchorman immediately. Um, everybody can get tickets at brentpella.com slash shows. I hope to see y'all out there. And of course, this week's episode is brought to you by Odyssey Elixir, baby. This is 2,500 milligrams of mushrooms, lion's mane and cordyceps, plus organic green tea, uh, caffeine from green tea, 85 milligrams of caffeine. And, and, and what I've experienced with Odyssey is that the caffeine from the green tea 
mixes with the mushrooms so that I, I get this really clean energy without any of the jitters. There's no anxiety. I, I have not had anxiety once from drinking these, which is much different than my coffee experience. Plus, it's got Metatron's cube on the front, some sacred geometry right there. So anytime you look at it, you're just automatically connected with the universe, which gives you even more energy. That statement hasn't been FDA approved, but it's Brent Pella approved, which is kind of better, I think. So go check out odysseyelixir.com. Uh, they're in stores across the country. You can also order on Amazon and on that website. And uh, man, there's so many benefits here. Nootropics, adaptogens, uh, beta-glucans support immunity. Um, and there's four different flavors. My new favorite currently is the Dragon Fruit Lemonade. Odyssey Elixirs. This episode of the podcast is brought to you by Doc Parsley's Sleep Remedy. Now, I travel across the country doing stand-up shows at night on all different sides of America. The East Coast, the West Coast, the Middle West, Middle East, all the, all, all the different places. So my body is always trying to get used to different time zones, which means my rest and my recovery and my sleep is constantly being affected. That's why I bring Doc Parsley's Sleep Remedy with me on the road because it helps me ease into sleep with its natural ingredients, including L-tryptophan, magnesium, and other key compounds that can help your body ease into a relaxed state and assist in you waking up feeling refreshed and ready to take on the next day. It comes in teabag form or capsule form. So if you don't like drinking a bunch of water late at night, get the capsules and cruise over to docparsley.com brent to learn more about my favorite sleep supplement and get a discount on your order. And now please enjoy this uninterrupted trip with Scott Froman. Yeah. You, so you had been using like mushroom supplements for a while previous to launching Odyssey. Uh, the kind of story is like this. I have a friend of mine named Mark Wachter and he basically built this like originally this green drink elixir, you know, one of those kinds of things, you know, with chlorophyll and a million other things. And I, I love this guy, you know, and he built, this mushroom uh, blend. And he says, Scott, you know, he's, he's like, all right, you know, they, in addition. So I, I, I got the mushroom blend and I was intrigued and I just started adding it to my coffee in the morning because like, I love, you know, look, I love the caffeine in the morning, but I get the wiring and the jittery and, you know, sometimes it upset my gut, you know, yeah, but yeah. like I couldn't, I didn't want to stop. You know, so I dealt with the ramifications, right? So I started adding the, the mushrooms to the coffee. And when I did that, I was like, wow, this is amazing. I like, I got this like better, like sustainable energy. I, I drive the car to work and I'm like looking outside. I'm like, damn, things look great. <laughs> this is unbelievable. <laughs> and then, um, and that's how it started, you know, and, and, now, and, those, and like those were 10 not years ago. Those were not psychedelic mushrooms. Those were just no. regular mushrooms. Yeah. No, that was not psychedelic mushrooms. Okay. I, uh, you know, um, I mean, I could have that conversation with you too. Oh, but, we'll get uh, into it. I mean, that would right. just be a hell of a way to start your day is putting some psilocybin in your coffee and <laughs> driving away. I'd like to eventually one day put psilocybin into Odyssey drinks. Just the same. Oh my God, that would be incredible. I, I with, with with the way we're going, that <laughs> seems like kind of a next step. You know, with everything that some of these organizations are doing to push things through with the FDA. And I would be excited to join in on that. I mean, there at that point, you know, as things continue to progress as they're going, I mean, you know, we're really developing a national brand and we're going to have, you know, national distribution and footprint. So like that opens up. I mean, imagine, you know, that it would be fantastic, you know, like we could automatically, and then, you know, people are already comfortable with our product and our brand and, you know, who we are. So, you know, that would be a no brainer. You know? That's awesome. So when you when you tried that first 
blend of mushroom supplements. Did you have a familiarity with different types of mushrooms or was that kind of your first introduction to the only the only familiarity i had in mushrooms was when i was in college and i was tripping out you know what <laughs> okay, i mean cool. it was a great time and i remember some of the my, my favorite times of like doing some great stuff you know with that but uh and you know and i've done some other things i remember some 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 disney characters with a nose that had a little dot of who knows what was in it you sure. know <laughs> not really i i knew what it was but yeah. uh you know, and, uh, you know, now, you know, things have changed, you know, like I, uh, I really, you know, uh, so, so yeah, I had no idea about the mushrooms and I added to the coffee. And then what happened was, was that when I went to work in the afternoons living in South Florida, you know, there's a lot, a lot of Cuban coffee is a big thing down here yeah. and you know, they got, and it really fires you up. So I used to add, give away, you know, Cuban coffee to my employees in the afternoon and fire everybody up. And Cuban coffee is a lot of sugar and caffeine and, you know, very wiry. And then as I started to use the mushrooms in the afternoon without the coffee, uh, it became all, well, some people are like, what are you doing? And I was like, and that's, I was, I, I had a, an afternoon, you know, slump. I like have the mushrooms, but like, I didn't want the caffeine because they didn't want to have maybe affect me to sleep that night, you know? So I used to just do the mushrooms and right at the, at the water cooler, I used to mix a little warm water and cold water. I used to mix it up and drink, up it down. And then the guys around me, you know, started to do the same thing. And what happened was people like tried to try it out. And I said, guys, listen, you know what? I know I've been old school kind of thing about the coffee and the caffeine, you know, the co you know, the co Cuban coffee, but I want to see you guys live a better existence. I want to see you have a better life. I want to see you have a more sustainable life of energy and, you know, sleep better tonight and wake up better and feeling better tomorrow. And that was the essence, you know, of like where they, I stopped offering out the Cuban coffee and cause so many people, and, and we made it a rituals like, you know, 25 of us or so around the coffee maker. And if you look at my Instagram, my personal Instagram, I think it was back in 2017, there's a picture of me with my staff with the bottle of the mushroom powder that we used to use. And, you know, I was like putting out a shout out to my buddy, you know, saying, hey, we love your drink. You know what I mean? And, you know, and that's in my Instagram in 2017. And I, I was doing drinking that from like a few years before that. So like, yeah. you know, it was a very real thing for me. And then, you know, everybody liked it so much. They all felt the effects. And that's what really gave me the idea that, you know, when I thought, what do I want to do forward in my life? You know, I said, I want to do something with the mushrooms. That's awesome. And, and do you remember what type of mushrooms you were rocking with back then? Yeah, it was a, it was a really uh, blend of everything. You know, it was uh, reishi and turkey tail and shiitake, and it was a lot of immunity type, you know, mushroom, but it also had the cordyceps, you know, mm -hmm. and it had the lion's mane. So, you know, it was, it was really just a well-rounded blend. And then, you know, when we first started this, funny enough, you know, it was, we launched a couple, I launched coffee, you know, that was, that was the, that was the initial boost of doing this, you know, cause like, I related to the coffee and, you know, I was like, because originally I wanted to do something with the mushrooms, but I want, I don't want to do a tincture, you know mm -hmm. what I mean? I felt like, you know, dribbles down your shirt. You yeah. Know? I wanted to do something that people had a good experience with. Right. So I thought to myself, hmm, well, I like coffee. Everyone has the packets, you know what I mean? At that time, there's no really finished product to drink. 
you know, in a can. So I said, Oh, I'm going to do that. You know? So that, that's how it kind of came about. And I made the two, I made the coffees and then there was a little delay during the COVID days. And I was like, Oh, let me play around making some teas and I made some teas. And I was, and I, and I met a great mushroom manufacturer where these guys like decades in the business from the dad. And now the sons are running the business. And I really been able to kind of, you know, develop a great relationship. And they kind of like really were like, we want to help you to make this thing great. Because I went into them. I said, what's the highest milligram strength we can go? I want to go the highest milligrams. But everybody else goes to them and says, what's the minimum amount that we need to put in so people get an effect so we don't have to spend so much money? And I was like, <laughs> I was like, they thought I was out of my mind because I was like, I don't care about the money. I just want to have the greatest product in the world. Yeah. And I just want to go and make... I want people to feel it. I want them to get the effect that I was familiar with. You know what I mean? And, you know, we made uh, one coffee with more lion's mane called Focus. And we made another coffee called Energy that we used more cordyceps. And what happened was that one day I was like, take the, the one can with the other can. And I put it in both in a glass together. And I mixed it up. And I drank it down. I was like feeling great. I was like, <laughs> You're like Bradley sick. Cooper and Limitless, just doing algebra Dude, in your head and calculus and not even kidding. Languages. Yeah, that's like incredible. That, you know, like you know, I felt like wow. I'm like, this is the this is amazing, and we all started doing it here in the office, and we're like, wow. And I said, maybe we can make a sparkling out of this and make a new age energy drink. Like you know what I'm saying? Like you know, like. Everything, nothing's really been innovative since Red Bull, the caffeine and taurine, you know what I mean? Maybe we could develop a new age energy that's really for brain function, for focus, clarity, for consciousness, to feel more present, mood boosting, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, totally. Not wiry, you know? And yeah. that's what happened. And I said, you know, maybe we can make a spark. And so I've got mushroom manufacturer guys, hey guys, what's happening? I'm like, what's the highest milligram strength you guys have ever really messed with? You know what I mean? Because so I like put these two together and it actually was really good. And they were like, well, actually we've done some testing, you know? And that's what came about. And we, we wound up taking this, uh, this extract because they were developing the, you know, to extract out the fiber can be left with this high potency extract. And that's why we're able to get to emulsify within the drink and not muddy up the drink because, you know, we're, we're getting rid of all that fiber. And then, we're, you know, so the ratios are like eight to one ratio for when you, you know, you take the mushrooms, you dry them. And then most companies, they just grind them up and then they put it into a capsule or they put it into a packet and they say, add this to your coffee. What we do is we take all that ground powder and then we extract out the fiber and we left with this like concentrate and the concentrate is way more powerful, you know, yeah. and that's what we're able to use in our drink. And then we use that. And then, you know, we came up with the milligram strength so it makes sense. And then we did that and we tried the sparkling. So I didn't think I could make the sparkling on us. I, th I thought I did be a little muddied up and you can't have a muddied up sparkling drink. No, look that weird. would be awful. Yeah. I, I love the sparkling. I'm hammering through uh, my dragon fruit lemonade right now. Um, but okay, so this it matches, is... It matches your... your what do it you call does. That's why, that's why yeah. I set up the lights like that. Yeah, because I like to be a little fancy. <laughs> um, so this is where you are now, and it's an incredible space. I, I, I love the the passion that you have for what you do and, and the vision that you had for this brand. And I'm very curious on what your journey was to get there, both professionally and personally. So but where, where are you from, first and foremost? Are you I from out in Florida? Brooklyn. I grew up Brooklyn. in Brooklyn. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, and in high school and you college... Know, my my parents told me always, 
the biggest mistake you made in life is you weren't born to a rich family. No, <laughs> you know, <laughs> you're gonna have to find both, a way to dude. make it yourself. Yeah. So and did, yeah, good. Sorry. Did you uh were you, were you business minded in high school and college? Did you did you have I, like a well, career plan or? Look, I grew up in Brooklyn, and you know what? And you know, truth is, you know, if I wanted things, I had to go out and earn it and find ways to get the money for it. Okay, and um, and I and I, you know, at a young age, I was, I was, you know, swinging fireworks. I was fixing bikes and flipping them and turning them and selling them again. You know, like I, you know, I, I do. You know, and I got older. I, you know, started my own car wash business and went door to door and put flyers in people's mailboxes. Let me wash your car. You know what I mean? And it was more. I, I you know, in college, I, I, I made T-shirts and I went door to door, dorm to dorm. You know what I mean? And then all of a sudden, it was going so good. Everybody want like said, "Hey, can I sell you T-shirts for you?" And I was like, "Sure, I'll give you a dollar T-shirt." Next thing you know, you know they got, you know we got beer, you know, you know bar money, and you know it was great. And then I saw the flea market business during the summer college times, and I used to go to the flea market and swing the T-shirts and the shorts and stuff. So I was always kind of like, you know, and I've been able to find things, you know, early, and you know that, you know that trending or before the trend started and kind of felt it and was willing to, you know, pioneer and things, you know, uh, early days. And, you know, I feel like, I feel like I got into this at the right time. You know, I think that this is getting very mainstream very quickly. Um, you know, something that I picked up on many years ago, but I was caught up in my last business. I couldn't get out and I, I really didn't have the bandwidth to kind of get into this. So, um, but yeah, like, you know, I think that I've been fortunate to, um, you know, see, move trends and then and not be afraid to um you know dive in and you know just kind of be fearless about it and say okay you know and then listen to my gut you know what i mean and you know i'm just kind of like fine you know and then then i get in and funny enough then i look back and i'm like like i am now i'm like what did i decide to do again like, <laughs> i'm in the beverage business and i'm like i'm like oh like wow and now i'm in really deep you know what i mean you know we're oh like yeah you're in it. of stores you know yep <laughs> i mean and it's great so like i'm willing to dive into the water and you know what you know and i'm going to swim but look hey if i don't feel like it's if it feels right I, i'm going to make separate look we started with coffees and teas you know what the velocity on the sparkling was way through the roof of the coffees and the teas and there's a great business model to be made in the coffees especially you know and and i could have figured out my way probably with the teas too but i said you know what i'm going to nix it you know what i love the coffees it was it was you know it's so funny how you go down a path thinking that that's what it's going to path is going to be and next thing you know you know here we are and now we're really focused more as a you know as an energy drink that is really like i said you know this whole new kind of thinking of what an energy drink and i feel like we're doing really good by people because there's a lot of people with anxieties a lot of people that are label which i don't like about adhd and they're put on adderall and prozac or whatever and like i, I you know like, all right, what am I ADHD too? Okay, you want to label me? So I don't know. I'm, you know, and I get it. And, and and for some people, it's very hard for them to get out of bed. It's very hard for them to get overwhelmed and have the moments. And I do too, by the way. I have a life coach. I'm constantly working on myself. But like, it's taken a lot. You know what I mean? And there are things that set me off, and I have to like regroup and I meditate and I'm like, okay, let's get back. Fuck it. And, you know, but I felt like I wanted to do something with purpose with this drink because I felt like this drink could really be help people that, you know, to help them to be, you know, more, you know, you know, in alignment. Yeah. And, you know, and, and, and have this, you know, functionally way better life 
and you know and that this could be a great alternative to some alcohol but you're having a great night and you feel this kind of like lift and you feel like this fun and having fun and you're enjoying your you know and that this is your journey you know this is your all your special times you know what i'm saying and mm-hmm. you know it's nice to see people get get as much out of it as they possibly can and i feel like there hasn't been a drink that could help people get off a lot of these caffeine drinks and that caffeine the high caffeine energy drinks people are like when you you get addicted to it and it's hard to get off it because like you get on it you 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 feel like you can't function that day without it you get headaches you 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 got to feel like you got to get to work you got to make it happen you got to like do all the things you got to do and you want to be you know keep up with everybody else so you kind of like you do it but it's long term not maybe an ideal long term existence and unfortunately you know i was saying yeah. the truth always comes out so I, I, I was like, you know, I, I felt like, you know, like I really wanted to do something that, you know, really help people uh, in a more natural way and use the power of these mushrooms to, you know, but doing it in a, in a fun factor and flavorful factor and a more like, you know, like cool factor and, and not like, you know, and, and, and just bring it to make it like awesome. You know what I mean? Yeah, and people would be yeah. like, yeah, this is what I drink. You know what I mean? Like, this is great. You know what I mean? You know, I, like, think, it, I think it's so amazing what you prioritize throughout this whole um, throughout the growth of the company, you, you you're prioritizing mindfulness, awareness, health, and really the the positive effect on what the ingredients have on your body, which is incredible. And I'm I'm curious, what other practices helped you kind of become so mindful? Uh, I mean, early on, was was it? Were there any types of substances? Were there any practices that you started to get familiar with in your 20s or coming out of college that kind of set you on this track that led to where you are and what your perspective is toward you know humanity and how a product can impact people in such a way? You know, um, you know, it's funny. I, I remember something that my mom once said to me a long time ago. And, uh, you know, I remember she... Uh, I was telling her like something like, well, when I get that, you know, it's going to be great, blah, blah, blah. My mom just got this new BMW and she was like, um, and she said to me, she says she wasn't in a good mood. And my mom's always in a good mood. My mom's like freaking like the eternal optimist. And she says, let me tell you something. She goes, you better learn the lesson now that, you know, if you think once you have those things that that's when you're going to be happy, you're going to be rudely mistaken because you're going to have bad days when you have that too at times. Okay. It could happen. All right. And you got to be happy in the moment, you know, and that, and that's, that's the journey, you know what I mean? And you got to enjoy the ride and, you know, and I've learned that if you enjoy the ride along the way, that when you have these moments that, you know, of some of these dreams and aspirations that come about, you already in sync of being happy. You're in sync of enjoyment. And then you have that in those in special moments that those times come about. You know, you want to get married. You want to build a business. You want to be on business, whatever it may be, you know. But um, it's important to along the way, you know, you know, so I always was like focused on making sure that, you know, I was in check of enjoying my my life as it was progressing regardless of what it looked like and then um you know because i know that you know or else you you may get to what you think you're going to get to it's going to make you happy but if you weren't happy along the way then chances are you're not going to be happy then either and then it's like being on a treadmill and it just goes faster and faster because Mm -hmm. now you got to go to the next thing and then you're gonna be like well when that happens well 
then I'll really be happy. You know what I mean? And then like, you just like, you kill yourself trying to go until you crash. And you're like, uh, I think I figured out that I got to kind of really look at this a little differently. So, mm-hmm. you know, I think that, um, you know, I just tried to kind of live a, um, a balanced world of life. You know what I mean? And, uh, you know, I, you know, I've, I've smoked my weed and, you know, I've drank my drinks and, you know, I still like my drinks and, you know, and I, you know, and I found psilocybin in the last, you know, few years, honestly, you know, it wasn't a big thing for me before that on, you know, uh, it was more of like what I used it just to go for a great trip back in the day, you know, in college and stuff like that. And a little bit after college, you know, uh, but, uh, going to pink Floyd concert or something, you know, just oh, that's other gotta be fun laser light shows you know yeah. in new york city <laughs> and stuff like that you have lots of fun you know i love it was, you know, was like psilocybin right yeah was psilocybin the uh the substance of choice for you back in uh your college days and a little bit after no nah, you know i think it was a thing that was a thing from here or there but it wasn't like like something that was like a controlled thing you know what yeah. i mean it was yeah. like we weren't going for what how i would use how i've used it now you know what i mean um, now I find that, you know, with a few days on and a few days off and, you know, I've tried different things the one day on one day off and stuff like that, that I have found that it has, you know, really put me in a elevated, cool state and being creative and, you know, how I view myself and, and, you know, more about like, okay, if I'm not right, then things aren't right. So I have to just take a break and get right. You know what I mean? And I think it's where without it, I would just be like, just keep kind of going a bit. You know what I'm saying? Sure. And now I just think I'm looking, willing to, to look at things a little, a little bit, you know, you know, different more, you know, and, and be like, okay, you know, what, 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 where's the gunk that still needs to be flushed out, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, so, uh, but you know, back in the college days, I, I think that things back in my college days, you know, it was a little bit more about like, uh, stuff that would like really fire you up. You know what I mean? And, uh, you know, Oh, the streets of New York. Yeah. That that extra boost, you know Uh what I mean? And, (laughs) you know, you know, cause look, I I graduated college in in 1989, you know, we're talking about like, you know, mid eighties, late eighties, you know, um, the streets were covered in white shit was fire dude you know yeah, what i that's mean wild yeah. it was raining white pills back then fuck yeah Good man. God. <laughs> it was oh yeah baby i mean out in the clubs and out in the nightlife and it was sure. so like there it was like 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 you know like it was just like almost like okay you know like it was okay it was like bathrooms and right there at the tables at the at the you know with the with you know, just hanging out and, you know, just and out the like, yeah. you know, looking the other way. Yeah, baby. Fucking feeling good, man. Let's <laughs> go, dude. You know, like what, you know, and, and that, that's long gone in my life, to be honest. You know, I really has, yeah. I, I, I've, I've, I've actually, you know, decided that there are things in my life that, you know, I have two beautiful children, I have a beautiful wife and I feel like I've gotten away with what I've gotten away with and I'm grateful. And, I'm going to take my winnings and run. Oh, and of course. Now, it's also and now, not And now things are very different. I don't mess. I don't mess with what I've got. You know, like I, I totally. protect what I have, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. you know, and then I, and I think that, and, then, and maybe that's why I look at the caffeine and I have this kind of, kind of vengeance towards it a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't get me wrong. I'm, I don't, listen, I boost up on the caffeine a little bit too sometimes. All right. I get it. You know what I mean? Sometimes I'm like, ah, fuck, you know, but like, 
I don't think it's cool to have it like as a, you know, you know, a consistent ongoing existence. And and for some people it works and they're used to it and they're comfortable with it. I'm not here to knock anything that works for people, okay? I'm just trying to help people that, you know, and, and myself and, and people around me that, you know, want alternatives to some of the other things or not alternatives, just want to have things that are just going to, you know, fit within their world and, and what works best in their lives. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love that. And so you said you started dabbling with microdosing psilocybin within the past couple of years. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And what yep. what was uh what was what were some of the moments that kind of led you to to start in this new direction um, with uh, with microdosing? Were, were there any was there anybody in your life? Was it more of just a curiosity of how you could be better individually? You know, I think I just you know had some moments of blockage of areas that uh, things I wanted to kind of break through, you know what I mean? Um, you know, I do believe that there is power in your words. I believe that if you say something and a friend of mine yesterday says to me, God, you look great. You're fit. You look so good. Your energy's so great. And when we left lunch, you know, he says to me and, you know, he didn't look so great. You know, it's like, but he's a great guy. You know, I love him. And he says to me, he says, you know, I love beer and that's why it's hard for me, you know, to ever get like you, you know? And I looked at him and I said, you know, Mike, I said, I don't really see, you live far away, lives North Carolina. I said, I don't see you much. So I'm just going to tell you that words have power. And if you say that you like the beer, then that's what it's going to pull you to, to liking the beer. If you say that you like your life, if you say that you love your wife, if you say you love your children, and if you say that you want to live the healthiest, most exorbitant, amazing life for as long as you possibly can, I said, you know, you're not going to say you like the beer. You're going to say, I like to eat some neutrally dense foods. I like to eat other things. I like to drink other things because they're going to help support my journey for the things that I love that are really important to me. So I don't know where I just went with that, but you know what I'm well, saying? It's, but it's, that's intention. You're talking about intention pretty much. The more the the more authentic you put yeah. uh yeah, so I, yeah, intention. Right. And we're talking about the soul. So, so yeah, so that's yeah. you know, so I, I felt like, you know what, I, I want to try and have like more of a consistent, you know, type you know, sometimes all of a sudden you get angry about something or somebody triggers you, you know what I mean? And you're disappointed with what they did, you know what I mean? And working so hard and somebody kind of like, and you know, I just, I just wanted to have this, this better existence. And I felt like if I, if I had the psilocybin that, you know, it would help to relax my mind and relax me in, in a way that I could, you know, have a better view where I wouldn't be triggered by these you know, situations that could kind of come about. And I think I've come a very, very long way and I still have work to be done. But, um, you know, I think that, I think that's really helped me a lot because I think that it helps to change the tracks that I was on because, you know, this person would do this in this kind of environment and that would trigger me here. And, and, and it was like almost like a, you know, that's what it was, you know, and now I feel like with the mushrooms and I see it in the functional mushrooms too, that I find that, I could be like, oh, I'm not going to get triggered from that anymore. You know, like right. I'm on a right. different trajectory. I'm on a different track. I'm, I'm looking for, you know, uh, what's 
really going to give me feeling good and what makes me feel give energy out to people around me rather than taking energy and wearing myself down or wearing other people down around me. So I think that that's where I came from on it was that I, I wanted to get through some break area through areas. And I felt like as much as I was accomplishing on my own, that maybe with the psilocybin and microdosing that I could kind of like enhance the speed and, you know, um, and get to places where I really wanted to be. That's awesome. And so previous to starting to microdose psilocybin, were there any other psychedelic substances that you dabbled with in your adult life in your in your adult like working career life or had you kind of written off all substances after you uh swam through mountains of white powder in college yeah i think that there was a few you know exactly you know there was a few bags of mushrooms you know um at different times you know and you know that 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 happened infrequently along the way um and then I think it just kind of like, you know, really kind of dissipated altogether. I, I didn't know people who had them or where to get them. And, you know, it just, you know, you know, I think that that's what happened. You know, I was living in New York City around the clubs. And I, I think it was just a different era and a different time and a different level of consciousness. You know what I mean? Than what we're, mm -hmm. we're striving for today. Mm -hmm. Did you have anyone growing up that was kind of into that world, into that psychedelic space or the conscious space? you know, the space of, of awareness and, and, um, you know, I, I call them new age hippies cause those are all my friends <laughs> and that's me too. Yeah. I, you know, we dress up in, uh, in our robes and we go hang out in the desert at music festivals every summer. Uh, but, but did you have anybody like that either growing up or, or in your college days that was kind of a little bit more in that conscious realm and interacting with those substances in more of an aware conscious way rather than maybe just swallowing them down and listening to music? You know, I think that there were, you know, relatives of mine, aunts, uncles that, you know, grew up in the seventies that, you know, and like, you know, even late sixties and early seventies and mid seventies. And, you know, that I had very close relationships with. And although I don't know, you know, what they did back then, I could only imagine and, you know, um, so I, 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 you know, I just have to believe that there was an energy about the way that they, they showed up and the way they went about their lives and the kind of, you know, you know, grateful day days and, you know, Woodstock days and the good days of the great music and that they were always so about, you know, about like, you know, lit them up when they think about like, you know, Jim Morrison and Hendrix, yeah. and like so yeah. many amazing artists, you know. And then I think that, you know, I think that there was a thing there with them about that. And, you know, I, I think some of that really rubbed off on me. You know, I think that, you know, my world really started more in the 80s and it was 80s, you know, with, you know, it was, a, it was, a, it was a, the next era. And I think those 80s era was a little different than the early 70s, you know, and, and late 60s era that was like kind of like more like flower children kind of vibe and stuff totally. like that. And I think yeah. the late seventies into the eighties, you know, it became studio 54 and it was a fucking, it was a party. That's aggressive. Yeah. And I was Those going were... <laughs> up in Brooklyn, man. It was Brooklyn. It was roller skating rinks. It was like, you know, it was like, you yeah. know, Saturday night fever, man, you know, like it was like, it was fucking, That's boogie and nights, growing dude. Up in Brooklyn, dude, you're, you're, you're 12 years old. You're 10 years old. You got your own gig, bro. I my, my look, I grew up, I had my mom went to work. 
my 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 i lived in a one bedroom apartment okay legit okay we made we made the kitchen into an extra bedroom where my mom slept okay <laughs> and my sister and i slept in the same room and we had one little tiny bathroom all right so like you know and i i just remember like you know like you know, my mom with the friends coming over and, you know, them playing the music and they're hanging out. My mom's single mom going out to studio 54. God knows what she was up to. You know what I mean? But like, I don't know, like, I feel like, you know, those were time. And I used to be, I used to get out of school and like, there was nobody there. Like, you yeah. know, like, you know, my yeah. sister went to a kid's house and, you know, my mom and the other mom, you know, spent money for a babysitter to watch these other kids while the moms had to work because everybody had to go jump on trains to New York City is to meet my mom at the train station to help her carry the bundles of, you know, food back home in the cold weather and shit, you know. So, like, it was I was on my own. So I was on my own at a very young age. I was riding my bike to Coney Island and hanging out. So, like. I don't know. I was on a tear. You know what I mean? And thank God I, I managed myself to kind of, you know, keep it in line. But yeah. um, but I got fire, man. I got a lot of fire. I got I got to control that fire because like that's my my probably one of my bigger issues. I just go, you know, I just I, you know, you get me going, man. I, I'm I'm ready to roll. You know that's what I great. mean? Great. It's great for you business. Know? But, but yes, but I, I have, to, you know, it's important for me to kind of like, you know, like not overexert myself yeah, and yeah, yeah. myself you know and you, so, and you, anyway. you have to stay kind of self-aware to not allow any of that to become toxic because there's probably a right. pretty fine line between being fired up and ready to go and turning into maybe an uh, over overly controlling obsessive kind of leader or what happens is you know it's like it comes at what cost that you wind up kind of like exerting yourself and going so far and you know and then what happens is is that how much energy is left, you know, for other things that you want to do? Mm -hmm. How how hard is it to come back from that? Like I like to cycle a bike ride. I like, you know, and a lot of times we go cycling, and I, you know, and everyone's drafting. You see these big cycle groups. You know, there's a million different guys, and they're all, you know, and the guy who's in the front, you know, he's the guy who's into the wind, and everybody else is drafting behind, and it's a lot easier to draft behind, especially the further back you go. So the key is when you're in the front, you know, if you just kind of overexert yourself doing that pull what happens is when you come out and come back and that next guy goes and you're going to go into the back of the line to get back in you might not be able to hold that wheel because mm -hmm. that ride's going so fast and you're so tired from being up there in the front and doing it for so long that when you get to that back wheel and keeping that same speed you just might not have enough juice you might mm -hmm. not have enough in the tank and then you fall off the ride, you know? So like, I, I, I look at that in life. I'll say, okay, look, you know what? My wife needs me to pick up both kids today at school and go get them, you know, my wife something to do down in Miami. So like, I going to come from this and, you know, I got to pace myself, you know, I know when my kids get in the car, I want to be able to be like, Hey guys, what's going on? You know, how's school? What's going on? I want to be there too. You know what I mean? So you have to, when you're an achiever, you know what I mean? And you're able to like press the gas, you know, you just have to know, like, I don't want to crash into the wall and I don't want to wipe myself out that I got to go take a nap for the next hour just so I can regroup myself to come back mm -hmm. to reality in a better totally. place. It's fun That's conversation awesome. hanging out with you, by the way. Yeah, it's great. I, I didn't know where it was really going or honestly jumping into but, this when hey, we started. The thing is, we got we got nowhere to go. We just have a place to be. And that yep. place is right here. You know what I mean? Um, so you're you're you are a father. You're raising two beautiful kids, as you said. And I'm curious what your perspective is toward uh, the culture of, of 
I, I, the, like drug culture today is so much different than it was in the 80s. There seems to be this like incredible psychedelic renaissance happening right now where organizations like MAPS and VETS are helping to push different substances through uh, the process with the FDA and, and the, the stigmatization of different substances is being reduced and reduced and reduced. And there's just more educational material out there to help people connect with the reality of what some of these medicines can be used for. So I'm curious how you see your kids entering the world and grow. How old are your kids, by the way? I have uh, almost eight year old and a three year old. Okay, cool. So when, when the time comes, like what, what's your perspective going to be and what's that conversation going to be like with them? If there is one, um, about, psychedelics and drugs and and how different do you think that'll be from your own experience growing up i think it's gonna be very different and the different parts that i see about it is that i think the younger generations now are just a bit more more educated and i think they're thinking and their brains are developing pretty fast and there's a lot of you know they're getting thrown a lot of information and you know i think we when I grew up, I grew up in a much more simple type of environment. You know, there wasn't cell phones, you know, people got into the car, go to work or come home. And, you know, that was the downtime, you know what I mean? You got in the car, you know, basically it was AM or FM. <laughs> I mean, yeah. that's what it was. And, you know, and, and it wasn't a cell phone. So like, you know, now, you know, there's just, they're learning so much so fast. So I think what's going on is that even you see with the Gen Z's, you know, they're smarter than the generations from before. I think the millennials are also smarter than the generations from before. Thank because you. Because I, yeah, welcome very much. <laughs> and, you know, and I, and I think that they think about how this is going to serve me. What's the effects I'm going to get from this? So I think that it's a, it's a, and I really like to see a world start to transform its way away from the Adderalls and so many other substances. And if it does help people and it's the right thing, I'm not against that, by the way. Okay. Listen, if I get it, I get really sick, you know, I take an antibiotic. I prefer not to, if I don't have to, I try not to, but if I get to the point where like, I can't get myself better without it, I'm going to take it. If I felt like I couldn't get myself better, you know, you know, spiritually, you know, or, you know, emotionally, and, you know, Adderall was better for me to take so I could live a better existence life. I would take my Adderall and I don't, you know, I'm not saying anything, you know, I think that make it has a place. But I think that natural remedies has a way better place. And I think that, you know, it wasn't available or there wasn't, it wasn't as, as known that, you know, these other types. So I think people need to be able to, you know, test different things and i think people are going to be able to make the new generation are going to make better decisions on what seems to be best for them mm -hmm. so i'm excited to tell my kids to embrace what seems to be best for them if you feel like you need want to have a drink from time to time or drinks more than time to time and that seems to be you, you make you feel like you're enjoying your life and that has a sustainable existence for you, then I'm not against alcohol. Although, you know, I personally have found that alcohol is, you know, I'm not as excited about alcohol, you know, as much as I used to be. I'm more excited about 
you know, other things. I'm more excited about, you know, the feelings of how I feel consciously from mm -hmm. psilocybin and from, you know, other types of things. So like, um, I just think that there's the world's, you know, and I don't think that, you know, government should be telling us like what work, what's best. And, you know, these, you know, 60, 70, 80 year old, you know, you know, people in government, they're like, you know, they, they got their own agendas and, yeah. you know, and I, I, I really feel that, you know, people should have the power of choice. So yeah. I'm excited, you know, for my, my children. And I think that, um, yeah, I think, uh, I think that we were seeing now is that there's a, a new level of consciousness and that's why meditation and yoga and Pilates and retreats and psilocybin and other kinds of things are becoming so much, you know, are helping people. Um, you know, and I think that I actually think that there's been so much information overload in the Gen Z's and the millennials a bit because all this new phone systems and internet and TikToks and Instagrams and Facebooks is like it happened. It's really the beginning of all this happening in like the last 20 years, let's say. So like, it's really the beginning of that. I, I think the generations moving forward will have a better relationship with all of that. Within mm -hmm. the generations before it became a lot of overwhelming. It was like, it was so much and it was so new. And I think that, um, I think that's what led to a lot of anxiety. I think that's what led to a lot of ADHD. I think that's what led to a lot of, you know, other things. So it I was think overwhelming. It was overwhelming. I think it was yeah. just, it was just, you know, so much so quick. And, uh, and I think that the next generations, quite honestly, from the Gen Z's and the millennials now, as they having their kids, their kids are almost born with a better existence for that. They grew up more at the beginning with that. And they uh, maybe, I don't know. I think there's be a better relationship. Like I, I see my kids and I'm like, all right, look, I think, you, you know, you've had enough and I think you should put it down. And my daughter's like, I think you're right. You know, thanks for bringing that wow. up. And I see her put it down on her own. I see her put it down on her own. She goes, you know, hey. I'm like, Wow. Yeah, so you put it down because you know, you got enough. I don't need wow. so much of that. <laughs> That's not, sorry, it's not, That's it's not so serving me. It's not right. serving me. Like what? Right. That's yeah. serving you? That's great. Yeah. You know what I mean? And we're not in a restaurant, you know. But anyway, <laughs> yeah. you get it. So like I, I think um I think it's I think it's all I'm excited about the future times. I really am. I think it's I think it's a special time. I think there's gonna be happier times. I think that, you know, people are just like, you know, they're saying, look if I don't like what's going on in my life and I'm not happy with my life, you know, people, I think more willing to step up than stick it around in, 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 in bad situations. You see it at work. How many people like, I'm not going to do that job. No, not, I'm yeah. not doing that job. No, it, you know what? I'm not enjoying that. I don't care about the money. You can keep your fucking money. I'm, I'm moving on. I'm going to do something else, you know? And, and you see, you see a lot of that. And I respect people that, you know, don't just stand for saying it, staying in situations and are willing to take that risk to say that there's better for me out there. Yeah, that's awesome. I, I I didn't really think of that before. You know, this uh, my sister is is ten years younger than me, um, so she is right smack in the middle of this Gen Z era. But it is interesting to think about the generation after her, because yeah, she was raised with social media, but it was still like pretty overwhelming because she, it really started to pop when she was like a tween, like in that teen tween age, and so now the next generation that's coming up. Um, behind her is coming up with social media already in the world, already everywhere you go. You can't miss it. You can't miss the pressures from it or anything else. But at the same time, like you just said, this sense of conscious rise, this this new 
consciousness that's rising and, and encouraging people to do things that are mindful, mind, add mindful practices to their lives, yoga, Pilates, things like that, um, is kind of balancing it out in a way that I didn't have growing up and in a way that my sister didn't have growing up. So yeah, that is interesting. The next generation is really going to step into a, a different space with all of those things. I have a three-year-old. She does yoga. She does yoga. She's wow. yoga. They teach That's incredible. Yoga. They teach yoga. Teach yoga. That's amazing. They should teach yoga she, she, at school. She's showing me. She goes, downward dog, downward dog. Ah. <laughs> Leg out though, over here like that, you know, and I'm uh -huh. like, what? I'm like, wife, you see that? At least, at least, look at that. You know what I mean? That's so and much more useful than Y equals MX plus B. My, my older you daughter, know? they teach her meditation. They, they sit in a group, in a, in a round nice. group. They all sit, and they sit in the encycle. Now, we're just going to meditate. We're going to sit. We're gonna... And my daughter sees me meditating. Like, you know, how often, like, she, she already knows. Like, you know, we have a, a, a relationship to speak to that. Like, on Saturday mornings, I'll, like, you know, she'll see me, and I'm, like, okay. I'm, like, uh, you know, I'm going to go meditate. Do you want me to make you breakfast first, you know, and then, or, you know, should I get, make you breakfast after I meditate? You know, it's, like, that's a conversation. Mm -hmm. Like that didn't take place twenty years ago. Like, right? You look at somebody like they're weird. Like, are you, are you okay? You gonna what? You gonna what? Are you, are you gonna like? Yeah. You know, like, <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> right? Seriously, That's wild. you know what I mean? Yeah. And then it's like my daughter's like, oh no, you know what? Now I'll wait today. You know, I'll wait till you're done. She knows I'm gonna meditate for a half hour and I'll be back around. You know what I mean? You know, yep. she's like, cool, I'm chilling out. Or she might be like, I'm really hungry. You would you want, you know, would you make breakfast now? I'm like, sure, I'll make you breakfast now. I'll go meditate. And she'll be quiet knowing that, you know, I'm in the other room and she'll kind of keep it cool. You know what I mean? So like, and, you know, or so she'll come in and she'll wake up and I'll be meditating and she'll come in and she'll see me. And, you know, she, you know I got my special spot where in room where I do it. And she'll come down there knowing like there's dad around. I know where he's where Ali is. And she goes in there and she sees me and she'll just sit quietly on the couch and I know Aww. she's there and yeah. it's all cool. And I'm like, I'm like, I love it. I feel it's good energy that's going on inside my, you know, my moment. And, you know, then I'll wake up and I'm like, oh, I'm like, hey, you can see how you doing. It's all good. But like, you know, like, yeah, like. And she's like, learning well, and in look the moment. what she's growing she's, up with. You yeah, know, like she, yeah. She gets to really integrate that experience into her own just sensibilities. And then she's going to take that as she gets older. Right. And that's how she, I think that she's going to realize, oh, I, I've been on the phone too much. You know what? Mm -hmm. I'm going to put this down. You know what I mean? I, she'll feel things in advance of it becoming where it's gone too far. And now she's kind of getting in a frantic kind of place mm -hmm. potentially, you know, I hope so anyway. And that's what we're going for. So, yeah. So it's just, I think it's a cool, cool times, man. I, I, I really do. And I love what I do because I love being able to connect with the younger generations. I mean, I think we're making impact on, on some of the, you know, older generations. And there are funny enough, like a lot of older people that are like, Oh, you know, I, I, you know, my brain functions not the same. And I, you know, and I heard that, you know, the mushrooms could be good for me. So I'm drinking, you drinking. I can't tell you how many elderly people drink or drink weirdly enough. Like I really not expect that. Can you believe that's like, awesome because they get they get too wired on the other stuff or the coffee and other things and then and they're like it's amazing to me but you know i think i love i love supporting you know the the, the younger you know you know gen z's and you know and the millennials and you know about like you know giving them you know like these kinds of better options you know like i've mm -hmm. been fortunate 
to have had, you know, the opportunities that, you know, I, I found ways to open up into my life. And, you know, it's funny because like when I first came to saying I want to do this, you know, like I can't tell you how many people like, all right, you're going to do what? Like, are you serious? <laughs> like, no. I remember when I told my wife I wanted to do uh, CBD back in the day, you know, and, uh, and that didn't resonate with me like this, you know, like the CBD had opportunities in that and I kind of like, I, and I, it resonated with me a bit, but not not like this and and you know and how many people are like and i'm glad i had the opportunity to you know i have a can that says odyssey mushroom elixir i mean I, no one's you know like the same Wild. mushroom like people are like are you for real yeah. <laughs> you're gonna put down like mushroom like who's gonna drink that you know what i mean <laughs> apparently like, I'm not millions calling of it people. adaptogens i'm not calling right. it adaptogens because like adaptogens like oh people oh you know people you think that everybody knows what adaptogen is they don't they don't know you know but you know mushrooms like let's not pussyfoot around let's just yeah say call it for what it is the freaking mushrooms and shit man it's mushroom and then and then you went one step further into the eye of the universe and you put some sacred geometry on the front <laughs> which is wild i gotta tell you i and this is no joke i was already drinking these prior to like making that post and talking to mark about it i i had, I had maybe tried my first one a little over a year ago somewhere somebody had them in a fridge you know one of my friends that wears beads and has a man bun and goes by the name rainforest moon or whatever and uh and so i tried one and i was in love right away but i was also shocked at the design because as a wannabe hippie myself, I love sacred geometry. At my house, I got the flower of life on like every wall in every room. And and so when I saw this, I, I was I was shocked and I was so excited <laughs> because the more that this type of imagery can get put into society, I feel like that already is raising a certain vibration. You know, as as far out as that might sound, that's truly what I believe. And I'm curious what was the inspiration for putting this on the can was oh. it that was it was it are you are you into the sacred g did you have a crazy trip once and you, you... so that's a great story actually so okay cool you know i'll tell you and i won't get too long so you know i do i always resonated with the power of the universe okay you know like it was it's always been my thing you know what i mean what you put out is what you get back you know what i mean like i i i really do believe in the pause in in, in manifesting what you want to bring in your life and i'm not saying it, it everything's always perfect and stuff and i've had my hardships and challenges different times unfortunately you know what i'm saying so like but by and large i really do believe if we focus on on you know and we use that, that there is a there is an energy that's out there i've seen miraculous things happen in my life i've i've just it, and i see it i see these miracle type things happen a lot mm -hmm. and I, I i think it's uh so i i've always been into the sacred geometries and paying attention to different ones and when we first started by the way we had multiple sacred geometries um you know a matter of fact there was there was eight skews to start there was three coffees and three teas and each one had its own sacred geometry oh wow and then and then when i came up with the sparkling i was going I didn't know what to do. And, uh, and I was, I think at first I was actually come working with multiple sacred geometries and I'll, I don't know what I was going to do. I was going to duplicate a little bit of what I had going on with the coffees and teas. And then, um, and this is the craziest story. So, 
So I, I, I'm in my house and I wake up in the morning at like 5 a.m. like I normally do. And I go downstairs and there's a relative of mine named Cheston that's sitting that that's in my that's that's at my dining room table because he slept over that night because my mother-in-law was worried she had COVID. And instead of him sleeping there, he slept at my house, which, you know, we're not really tight. You know, we don't really even know each other that well, but he happened to be, you know, Hey, can I stay at your house? I was like, you know, my wife and I, of course you could stay at our house. You stay at our house. So he stayed at our house. He lives in LA and you know, here we're in Florida. So, so I see him and I'm like, and you know, I was like shocked because I forgot he was even staying there, you know? And I said, oh, hey, good to see you. And he's like reading these books, these big books. It's on my dining room table, whatever. So, you know, I go to get my cup of coffee and you want a cup of coffee. And then somehow I'm like, um, you know, I might have a trainer. And the trainer, I, I mean, like we religiously work out these days. Like, you know, like, like you know, and it, it, we do it over Zoom, you know. So, you know, and he's like, I can't believe this guy. I feel terrible, but I, I completely screwed up my 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 time with you like how dude what do you mean we did this for years already like what i'm like all right so then i'm like hey tell him cheston you know what i gotta look so i'm drinking my coffee with him inside i'm like i gotta go work out i'm like i'll, I'll see you in a little bit you know what i mean and i said you know cheston i said you know what i'm gonna go to work you're gonna do your thing you're gonna leave here at the end of the day because he wasn't coming back and i'm like quite honestly you got here late last night i never get a chance to talk to you so Hey, you know what? Fuck working out. You know what? I'd rather spend the time hanging out with you. You know, if you like to hang out with me, good. Good. So what's going on? See, I said, wait, why don't we go outside for a walk? You know, we're drinking the coffee, you know, and you get some fresh air. It goes, great, let's do it. So we go outside and we go for a walk with our coffees and we're hanging out and moving around. You know, it's very nice out, beautiful time in the morning. And I, he says to me, so tell me about this drink you're doing, you know? So I tell him about the drink and I say, yeah, you know, we're using the sacred geometries and da, 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 da. And I'm like, and he says to me, he says, so he says, which ones you're working with? I said, you know, I'm thinking, you know, about doing different ones on the sparkling too. And one of them is Metatron because the Metatron really kind of like is about like uh, incorporates like all the sacred geometries. Oh, and it's yeah. really about, you know, protection and energy and, you know, and like, you know, like, you know, just it felt like it was like about like, you know, it was so powerful. And I felt like I really wanted it, you know, that, you know so i was like i think i'm gonna use that and you're telling about the other ones and he says to me he says you you gotta come inside he takes me inside all the books that he's reading he's doing a very deep deep this guy's very deep very deep 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 and this is like a very cool like kind of guy he's doing a very very deep study about metatron cube wow he's been he's been doing deep study on metatron cube for about a year and a half whoa yeah about a year and a half he is reading about like it was like unbelievable he's studying with a with a person that's like known as like the person of persons about metatron cube that unfortunately had just passed away and he was taking it upon himself to finish his own studies and was doing this deep dive and and Whoa. then all of a sudden i said you know i got news for you i said i'm already i'm done <laughs> that's it that this, this drink is going to have the metatron cube on every single one i said that's i'm just doing metatron cube i said yeah this is way too 
coincidental and i am listening to what is being you know is coming about here because totally I, I, I'm, I'm feeling this i'm feeling totally. it totally and that is how i decided and fortunately enough I, i'm i'm very fortunate i'm very grateful that i could go and say you know what i'm gonna make because people are like you can't do this or something like that i'm like not only can i i'm going to and I was fortunate enough and grateful that I have the ability in life to be able to do these things and, 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 and do this. And I done that and I put it on the can and I said, go to print. <laughs> that. Go to print. Go People to print are like, it. dude, like, you know, good. <laughs> that's awesome, dude. And that's what happens when you keep your mind open and you hold space and allow the universe to tap in, you know? Could have I easily to, gone to go work out and yeah, you know, yeah. that. And I had no idea he did that. You're studying for that. No idea. Could have taken yep. a whole completely different turn because we had one other product that had the Metatron Cube on it, a T. So I was actually thinking about maybe doing something different. I wasn't sure what to do because, like, you know what I mean. But I'm um, actually is I'm I'm really really helpful and and you know and it feels really super correct to me and you know I uh, I never thought look back from that even for a sec for a minute. Now I'm going to make T-shirts. I'm going to make Metatron Cube T-shirts. I said, you know what? People are like, oh, this is Odyssey. I'm like, you know, I don't need everybody walking around like a billboard. My staff is like, dude, we got to, they got to, it's got to be the name of our company. If you just put a Metatron Cube on, how are they going to know? I'm like, don't worry. They will. Even if they don't, you're putting out, you're radiating that energy from the design. And that is going to come back to you full circle, you know? That's yeah. super cool, man. And then you got the mushrooms on the can too. Are these what are these? Turkey tail? No. Oh, you know, is this um, a certain type of mushroom on the on the can? You know, or is that's that more really of a cool funny. design? Um, actually, um, it was just the design, and yeah, and that that's another great funny uh, story how that came about. But anyway, you know, but yeah, I uh, I actually uh, that's really funny. I I just liked the design, and and that's what I went with. I I haven't even oh, cool. really looked into it. <laughs> That's awesome. I mean, it, it yeah. looks like either oyster mushrooms or turkey tail. I cook with mushrooms all yeah. the time. So, um, but it's, right? I mean, the can it itself like is a trip. Mushroom. The can is a trip. The can's a trip. The can is a, trip. A, is a, is a whole trip. Um, that's amazing, bro. So as, as we, as we move to wrap yeah. this up, yeah. I, I, yeah. I would love to know what your vision is for the future. We joked at the very beginning of this about putting some psilocybin in some cans, but that doesn't seem like it's that far. That's not a joke. That's not way... a joke. That, yeah. That's for real. Ah, oh, that, that that that's for real. Look, look, right awesome. now is this. Look, you know, I I have to do a business that makes sense, you know, and that could, you know, um, make money and do business and have revenue and you know what I mean. And unfortunately, I'm not really like a kind of like I'm not um I'm not a scientist. I, I'm not a doctor. You know what I mean? I, I, I don't I don't know from growing stuff. You know what I mean? I'm I'm about that helping people. I'm about purpose. I'm about taste and trends and marketing and operations. You know what I mean? So like I really need to so when I look at um I need to I, I like doing what I'm doing with the business and what we're doing. We're building a brand, we're doing good by people, you do good, good happens. And you know that 
the days that the regulations open up and we're very supportive about that and we could do a certain microdose milligram strength amount that could be and that there then we're going to go to a company that 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 manufactures the the psilocybin that 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 basically has the dose you know like you know detailed out where they could give us and say this is the dose and you put this amount into each can and this and then we do our mixtures and we do our formulations and you know what i mean and the specific amount ends up in each one of the cans you know and we can do that and and um and and that's like has a legality to it and we could do you know distribution and and be in in, in retail locations and sell that for what that is i'm all about that I, I, I see that 100% happening. Okay. Awesome. I, awesome. I totally see that, but you know, um, you know, I'm not going to go and build the lab cause it's not what I do. I don't yeah. know. You know what I mean? It's not like my thing. So there's a lot of companies right now that are spending a lot of money and getting big investment dollars to build their facilities, to go and get their FDA approvals on their products and, you know, and they're going to have to go through their regulations of what they got to go and do. Um, but I do think that they, this is going to be deregulated very fast, way different than, than, than marijuana. You see, the difference between the mushrooms and the marijuana is this, my, my view, is that the, the marijuana went on this trajectory of trying to go recreational, you know, and it kind of, kind of got pushed a lot of pushback kind of thing a little bit you know you know look they didn't even federally legalize it yet like what you gotta mm -hmm. be kidding me Crazy. man you know like i don't even know what that's that's not even go there <laughs> so you know but but the mushrooms they came into the market and said look these mushrooms are really helping people it's there is a really noticeable difference and there's a lot of people that are caught up on a lot of other things and these mushrooms can really help society. And it came with a different vibe. And it came with a vibe of not just being recreational to smoke weed or recreational to just go on and go and get really like, you know, hallucinogenic out. It came with a vibe of that this can really help. And we want to build these products in controlled fashions that they are correct, they are correct that we have done our testing, we have shown the results, and that we could, you know, um, consistently manufacture, you know, the, the, the same dose that, you know, people are gonna get so that somebody doesn't get a two or triple type dose and get, and get tripped out or something, you know? So it has to, yeah. it has to be correct. You know what I mean? I, 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 it was not right, you know, where somebody, you know, has something that they do every day or every other day and it works for them. And then all of a sudden it's not like man, you know, manufactured, right. And it's like, it has to be, that consistency has to be there. So I think that that's going to happen. And I think that they're going to get approvals. And I think those approvals are going to go uh, federally. And I think that those approvals as we're already seeing on a state by state basis, you know, federal is like supportive of what the states are doing and giving the states the power to make their decisions. And you still already starting to see that in places like Oregon and other places, you know, really start to develop. Right. You know, mm -hmm. but like, I think that, um, I think it's going to happen fast. You know, I really do, you know, Colorado, other places that are progressive in, in their ways, but I think it's going to happen way faster. Um, you know, and I think it's going to get federally 
approved to deregulate and it's going to be cool. And I think the states are going to adopt them. And, you know, and then as that happens, you know, companies like ours will be able to have line extensions of our product to then, you know, incorporate that in. And I think that's going to be a big thing. And then, you know, I'm sure there'll be, you know, obviously there'll be capsules and there'll be different dose amounts and there'll be different practitioners that will be able to evaluate, you know, how much, you know, milligram strength you should take. And so mm-hmm. I think it's going to come along great. I think it's going to be very different energy this coming about because, because, and, and because they work because yeah. it's, it's, it really is correct. And by the way, functional mushrooms, you see, functional mushrooms came about, see functional mushrooms are around thousands of years, but in the last 10 years, it started to develop. And in the last two, three years, it's developed way more. And people say, why do you think that that happened? Why? Because what happened is, is that, you know, centuries ago, it's been going on. But in the last like 30 years ago, there was like these pioneers, the Paul Stamuses and so many others. So they started using it and doing it. And then all of a sudden people started to try them and try them and try them. In the last 10 years, they started to be made into, you know, more usable products, you know, you know, for Sigmatic and others, putting it into packets and coffee and stuff like that. And then people... And it wasn't because there was like this big celebrities out there promoting it. It happened because of word of mouth marketing, because people really felt the effects. It happened because I felt the effects. I used it. I shared it with people because I said, look how this is working for me. They tried it. They liked it. They wanted more of it. Look at how it's working for them. So this was a complete viral, cool component of that, of something that is is that really works and that's why we ended up where we are today with both functional and also why i see the movement in psilocybin that is gonna wind up being you know because look how many people are doing psilocybin today i mean you talk to people all the time all walks of life that do psilocybin you know what i mean it's 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 like it's already like accepted in such a such a way so i really think that um i think there's a good energy around it and uh you know, I think it's uh, it's just correct to come about. Yeah, so, I mean the I'm the happy. culture shift. Yeah, the culture shift is is amazing from brands to products to um, people people of note, influence influential people, celebrities being more open about their use to conversations like this and podcasts is just spreading awareness. Um, and Scott, I want to thank you, man. I have I have such a deep appreciation and respect for the mindfulness that you bring to your brand, to your company, to the world. I'm stoked to be rocking with you guys. And uh, and I really, really do appreciate you being here and, and sharing such heartfelt stories and experiences with everybody. So thank you, brother. Thanks, Brent. I really appreciate it. And I think it's great what you do, you know, because what you do is like, it's helping to, you know, really give the education and from an underground kind of like standpoint, you know what I'm saying? Not just because you were watching and sitting around watching CNN, you know, or or they're going to fucking feed us and shit. You know what I mean? (laughs) I think that what, you know, I think what's going on here is, is just incredibly important. You know what I mean? And, you know, we need, we need to share this because there's people in need and there's, there's, there's things that can really help these people that aren't always like readily available on the shelves of CVS. Yeah. So, you know, yeah. I think this is really awesome what you do. So thank you very much. And uh, yeah, I'm sure we'll be our paths will cross again soon. Absolutely. And 
that's it. I hope you all enjoyed this week's trip. I had a blast talking with Scott. Go check out Odyssey Elixir on Instagram, odysseyelixir.com to learn more about the brand. I'm starting to rock with them too, so you'll see some more fun content with me and Odyssey coming out soon. Brentpella.com for all the show dates, and I will see you all next week. Peace.